0: Welcome to the podcast that is designed to fuel your success in selling technology solutions. I'm your host, Josh Lopresto, SVP of Sales Engineering at Tolaris, and this is Next Level Biz Tech. Hey, everybody, welcome back. Today, we are wrapping up the topic, interesting topic titled, What Do Propane Tanks, Cows, and Air Quality Sensors Have in Common? Uh, I just wanted to make this title as crazy as I possibly could for people to go, what in the world is that I have to watch it? Uh, And uh, what we got on with us, we got on with us the wonderful Thomas Hamilton of Ham BTC to help us wrap up this one. Thomas, thanks for coming on, man.
1: I truly appreciate you inviting me on. It's, It's an honor and I feel like a blessing to be here.
0: Oh dang Oh hi jeez! I can't let you down to this point all right man uh let's let's jump in here uh you know before we get started we talk about Ham b t c let's let's kick back to your background i uh, i I love asking people this because some people come from totally polar different spaces. some people have always been in tech um I just love hearing everybody's path, so tell us about how did you get here?
1: I got to technology sales, so about seventeen years ago uh I was looking for a new path, um, something similar to sales, and I, funny enough, I, I answered a Craigslist ad um, looking for door-to-door door salespeople, and it turned out to be a company that was uh, had partnered with Verizon for a feed on the street program, B two B, doing pot selling pots, FiOS, DSL. Doing the win backs, things of that nature, and that's where I got my start, knocking doors in in, in Manhattan, Brooklyn, and Queens, and the Bronx, going door to door, and and I, that's always been where I've been accustomed. Uh, I'm I'm a really good face to face person, so I I just took off with it, and then somebody told me about the partner program, and when it was time, when it felt like it was time to jump ship, when it only took a summer to figure it was time to jump ship, I. I entered the partner program. I started interviewing some TSBs, and I found one that would work for me, and I was with them for many years before I was, again, honored to find
0: Talaris. Love it. Uh, all right, I want you to take me back. Uh, fellow door-to-door man, um, I, I feel like you learn, if you do that, one, you can do anything in life, but two, you learn so much. If you look back to knocking doors, right, just out there in, in what's gotta be one of the toughest areas, what is the biggest thing whether it be personal professional what did you learn if you look back on that that maybe you leverage now or just kind of helped you along the way i think as you said you know door to door for a lot of people is
1: very tough and very scary um perseverance um ingenuity uh figuring out where to be uh where to make your move knocking doors in manhattan (laughs) you got to avoid security guards. You got to know what door, what, what floors you can get to. If you got an appointment on the first floor, you make sure you get to the second floor. If you're on the 44th, make sure you do the 45th and the 43rd. Uh, Cause you, now you got access. So all those type of things. And also uh, being, you know, New Yorkers are notorious for being rude and, and not being friendly and talking. So, you learn to, to charm the, the gatekeeper. You learn to charm the person who actually comes and talks to you, and you 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 improve your pitch more than anything. And then you get through the nose. You get through the nose to find the yeses. So when I took my my door knocking skills on the road from New York City and moved it to Charlotte, North Carolina, in the Carolina area, I oh my god, these people down here are so nice. This is a cakewalk. <laughs> It's like, hold on, I'm going from, you know, out of 10 people, four or five of them being rude to one or two. I'm like, everybody's so nice. And I'm like, I'm so sorry to disturb you. No, no, it's not a disturbance. I'm like, really? <laughs> I just came here out of nowhere. And I'm not a disturbance. OK, thank you. And who, who who do I need to speak with? Oh, such and such. You want his email? You want his phone number?
0: Oh, man, that's beautiful. <laughs> oh, that's 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 gold right there.
1: Um, but I, I think the greatest thing about door knocking, I, I'll say this is uh, from my standpoint is I can read you. I don't have to try and read you through a phone call. I can see your face. Yeah. I can see your interests. Oh, your kid's kid plays Little League. Mine, mine too. Uh, you know, oh, you, you like football. I, I, me too. You know, and I, I can do all that. Now, that's yeah. the first thing I do when I step into somebody's office is I'm scanning everything I can possibly uh, use to, to make a connection. Beautiful.
0: That's gold right there. Okay, uh, tell us about who is Ham BTC. Where did the business start? And just tell us about the business. Ham BTC,
1: Hamilton Business Technology Consulting. Uh, Han, I started Ham BTC, obviously, uh, which just took my experience and wanted to make it a, a nice legal company with my dad's name, last name on it um, to make him proud. And I'm proud, I'm proud of it as well. Uh, I am a a consultant, 100%. Um, That's what I do. I work with customers from SMB uh, up to enterprise. And that comes from, some of that comes from door knocking. I've gotten some medium, nice medium-sized customers or been in some actually enterprise opportunities because I spoke to the low man on the pole and I found my way up. Um, And so I started out with connectivity um, voice services. Uh, I'm now working in doing more cybersecurity opportunities, um, looking and working in more IoT opportunities as well. And now it's just kind of a, I, I'm, I'm I've attuned my ear to whatever problem or solutions that my problems my customers are having and finding solutions for that. So that that just take means I got to listen to folks like you constantly to find out what what those new solutions are. Because you know what the worst feeling in the world is, is two or three months later and you're talking to your customer, just having a cons- uh, casual conversation. And he says, oh, yeah, I just implemented this. Oh, yeah, they work with me. Oh, I just implemented that. Oh, yeah, I could have helped with that. Oh, I'm sorry. I would have come to you, Thomas. I didn't know. Oh, well, I didn't know either. So it's, you know, so it's, it's staying on top of everything yeah. and let my customers know that, hey, if you have a, a business technology issue, ask me first and, and I have customers that will do that. Hey, Thomas, do you do this or can you help with that? And that is, that is our business.
0: So, so, you know, as a partner, uh, of Toleris, what we're talking about, the broader mobility and IOT now, but you know, where, with where you started historically, how do you look at something like this, this broader area of mobility and IOT? Uh,
1: I see it as an opportunity, an opportunity for discussion and conversation. Um, I see that it, and just learning more and more about IOT, it transposes so many different industries. Uh, there's, there's more than one, two or three op- different kinds of opportunities out there. Uh, I don't know if you want me to go into them, but, but that's, that's what I got from, got from listening. Uh, there are always new IOT solutions out there for problems that folks didn't know they had or problems that they wish they could resolve.
0: Yeah, we'll 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 make them keep listening, uh, and and we'll get to the uh, we'll get to the example here in a minute. So uh, talk to me though about you know the, the innovation. We we got a lot of questions that we ask on this podcast about paying attention to innovation, what's coming next, um, what are some of the things that you're working on to focus and and just keep pace with the innovation, right? I mean, you're out there talking to customers. We were talking about some things that you're doing uh, before we started uh, the recording, but maybe walk us through just. What are you doing just to keep tabs on innovation while still doing what you need to do to go sell? I
1: listen to your podcast. The, <laughs> I, hey, go listen to Chris Whitaker's podcast. Uh, I uh, also listen to Sam' podcast. And um, in addition to that, there's some groups, and LinkedIn groups that I'm following. Definitely signed up for um, news and tech articles. Come to my email every day set up a couple of Google alerts so that those emails from um, articles all over the world come in, uh, try to read. I don't get to do it as much as often as I'd like to, uh, but I can get in some YouTube here and there. Those, are those are help. And it just lets me know what's out there. Yeah. Uh, if I know what's out there, then I can say, I can come to Fargham and say, Hey, do we have that in the wheelhouse. If not, who, do, who, who might, what provider might have it in the wheelhouse that we can utilize.
0: Good. Okay, so so let's get back to the crazy topic, right? The the, the topic of this one is how do and, and and really what do propane tanks, cows, air quality sensors have in common? So look i mean we've talked about the connected cow right how to be able to detect where the cows are the body temperature of the cow the milk production and so you know that you've seen that graphic before and it gives a good representation of things that maybe people don't think about that iot helps with whether that be sensors or connectivity or 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 whatever so i'm going to leave this really broad for you uh how do you how do you tackle that with the you know with a customer in need does do you see the customers knowing what they need? Are you the one telling them, kind of sparking ideas with that, or how do you approach that?
1: Right now, I'm um, in a mode where I'm more so sparking ideas, uh, letting customers know, hey, there's a technology out here that could assist with that, um, and and I, I like I think the cow thing is really really cool. I don't have the agricultural customers yet, but. Just the whole technology behind being able to monitor the health of the cow, monitoring how much production they are, they're doing, being able to track data. Um, and data is king. We always say it, you know, having more information is better than having less information. Uh, propane monitoring. I, I think that is such so important. Um, I, I, I know going to a Home Depot to go switch out the propane tanks in New York, and I'm thinking, I was like, wow, it says flammable it's sitting in the back of this gas station parking lot or it's sitting here out in front of Home Depot. Is it safe? Does anybody know if it's getting too hot, cool? Um cool? You know, yes, they have, there's one guy with the key that they got to track down in Home Depot somewhere, yeah. but what if it's one missing? I think, you know, those sensors um, can give you that kind of information, and I think that's, it opens up possibilities, um, and and, and that's, I think that's the main thing for me is is open up poss- possibilities. And with so many possibilities, we can have deeper conversations with our customers, which lead to different opportunities.
0: So we're going to get coming up here. We're going to get to an example in just a sec. But maybe before we get to that example, let's talk about ROI. Um, I, I, I think when we see people and sometimes we approach them with a new technology or something they didn't know that they needed, their brains go to like okay well what's the return on this right maybe they're not thinking like that so when you're talking to people and you're getting excited about this technology what is the roi conversation like i mean does are they asking it or is roi driving it or business problems driving it what what kind of seeds are you planning or conversations going in there so if i if i may i'm going to use an example
1: that I, I got from epic il um i went to go visit their facility um in south carolina these days so I went up to their facility or that's right on the uh, Charlotte border, and I they let me tour it and just the air filter sensor. Um, they had that box that you know that uh, helps with the mold, the mildew, and the smoke smell, and showed and talk, discussed with me how it can be used in in property management situations because I have property management companies in my portfolio. Um, and also I, I, you know, discussed with um, someone who I knew had maybe 10 to 12 Airbnbs and, and how how he utilizes something like that. And just to have further that conversation, sometimes it's good to hear it from, from, the, from the supplier side and then hear it from the customer side. And this person actually knew about this technology and said uh, it saves him because if somebody smokes in one of his Airbnbs, you know, he could lose that Airbnb for three to four days. And that was the conversation I was having with Epic was that a hotel could lose a business for three or four days. And if it and if it's two hundred dollars a night, then that's six, seven hundred dollars in revenue, uh, especially in a, in a time crunch where, let's say, you know, we're in March Madness and, you know, the rooms are packed. You know, it's probably ninety nine percent occupancy. You can't afford to lose a room or three rooms or four rooms because people are having a great great time you know so to have a box that could get your room back available in anywhere from from 6 hours to to 12 hours versus 3 to 4 days of airing it out that that the possibilities are there and that's the conversation I was having uh, with with a friend of mine who had the the Airbnbs it was like yes he's like it's it saves him money it saves him money and it makes him money Um, Because otherwise, he would be taking multiple days of loss.
0: Man, love them. Good ROI. Okay. Uh, All right. Example time. So walk us through an example that you got pulled into. uh, You know, I'd just like to get into the weeds into these, right? So people can see kind of what the nuts and bolts are. So I'm just going to throw out a couple things, right? If you can cover one or two of these. Was it? When you got into it, was it exactly what you were told the problem was going to be? Did you replace it or did you put in the kind of technology that you thought was going to need to be put in? I mean, I kind of like to to hear how did you get into it and what was it really that that was needed in there? So maybe just walk through that.
1: Wow. So I'm thinking of an example of one of my credit unions. Uh, I think the conversation started at using IoT for weapons detection. I'm sure you've heard of that one. And it went from weapons detection to detecting when somebody's on premise and they maybe shouldn't be. When somebody's outside the premise, I found out my customer has an issue with uh, vagrants uh, defecating near his side door at night or shooting up at night. And the sensors could help with that, um, alerting alerting them, alerting the officers that, hey, somebody's somebody is near the credit union side door. Um, i think the other conversation was dumpster fires as well and, I'm, and honestly as a somebody who specialized originally in connectivity i'm not thinking about dumpster fires I, that's that's the fire alarm guy i don't yeah. you know i don't help you with that um or you know even security on the outside you know i'm not thinking about that either um uh, and just have be able to have those opportunities and like i said it it started the conversation started with well, hey, I, f- I heard of this technology that, that can detect weapons, detect someone. somebody has an unholstered gun. And that started the conversation, and it just led to quite a few other places. I think we also talked about um, the room. I'm sorry. What's the room? Where, Josh, what? what's the room where all the technology is? The IT closet. The IT closet, the server room. Thank yes. you very much because I was having that brain fart. <laughs> It is Monday. Now, <laughs> it is Monday. So, so the server closet, the AC unit was going down. Now, this is a credit union. They can't afford for the server closet to go down and one of the AC units was going down. So, mm-hmm. to get an advanced alert on that is also very poss- uh, is also very important to them um to know ahead of time that hey, we may need to have a repair guy come and fix this today while it's
0: breaking and not
1: tomorrow when it's broken.
0: It's good. Uh, oh, that one definitely gets it. A... Um, all right, so so walk us through then. Final couple thoughts here. If if I'm a partner and I haven't ventured into this area yet, you know, you've you've ventured into this area. What would you coach another partner on as as far as how to talk to this with their customers? Right? Is it? Are you just teeing it up via a certain couple questions? I mean, what what advice would you have?
1: So if I was a new partner um, going out. Um... I would first, I would take a look at the industries that I'm working in and, you know, primarily, and then I would ask questions of, of the suppliers. Okay, how could you how do you help in these industries? Um, like I said, I, I've, so I have property management ma- management companies and real estate companies in my portfolio. I got great ideas on how to approach them. I had credit unions. I got great ideas on how to approach them. I have restaurants, which are different ideas. Uh, walk-in, you know, you want a sensor for your walk-in fr- refrigerator. You know, you want a sensor for your AC unit on the top because nobody wants to sit in a hot restaurant. And and you can't, and, and if your cooler goes out on your day on your day off, now you have thousands of dollars of spoiled food. Um, I, I just, there's so many other things. Like I had a... Um, on uh, sorry i had a opportunity in um a, a community center and they had lots of land and they they're concerned about people coming into the community area, community centers land at middle in the middle of the night mm-hmm. they also have a daycare so they want to know where the kids are and did they didn't need the kids stray away and all that is under IoT um and it's amazing uh what can be done and then I know we we didn't even get into construction. So, I mean, there are all these different opportunities in different industries. So I would say to someone, if you focus on a specific vertical or two or three, I would start talking to some of the suppliers. Well, how could you help me in that that vertical? What are some of the things that other customers in that vertical have done? Um, Just ask, and they'll give you the questions to ask your customers, and then that'll open up the door for not only IoT services, but some of the traditional services as well. That's one of the biggest things that I, I take away from hearing you and Chris talk. It's like, okay, so now we put in the IoT centers. Well, okay, we need connect, better connectivity to support those IoT centers. Okay, but now we need to secure them with security. And it's like, oh, everything is just a loop. And it just brings you into one conversation, into another conversation, into another conversation, which... which it, brings up revenue for us is what our goal is
0: it's good i think that um feels like to me that that puts a little bit of bow on the title of this whole talk track you know we ask this crazy question of what do all these tanks and cows and sensors and everything have in common i think the reality is what they have in common is they're creating a, a, a lot of potential unnecessary work and unnecessary extra cost to these items Short of any sensors or any notification or any alarms or any alerts that are unified together, that can correlate that data back to the customer, right? They're 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 causing um, unnecessary problems for the customers. So when we start talking about these sensors and the data, to your point, and adding that onto these items, um, it tells a story and it helps the business be more efficient uh, and and helps them, I think, modernize and think of it in the way that they didn't. And I, I love your idea there of. Figure out where your customers are, your prospective customers are. And you know, just like back in the day of when uh, we were selling UC, you'd go door to door and you'd look over the counter there and see what kind of phone system they had, or you'd you'd call into the business and see where you got stuck. I love it. Uh, that worked great for a lot of people and people use the heck out of that. And so I, I love it. Double down on this strategy. I, I think that's awesome advice. Definitely. I, I... It's funny because I've
1: looked over the counter. I still look
0: over the counter. What kind <laughs> you of have phone? to. Is that, is
1: that a Mitel? Is that an NEC? What is that? Is the old Nortel? Okay. Mm-hmm. Write this down, come back.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's right. Put it in the CRM. Absolutely.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I think this is great. I mean, it's a great opportunity for for partners and it's just to have conversations that you wouldn't have. And, and IoT centers, generally speaking, depend on what they're for, can be inexpensive so it's an easy sell
0: and then you just stack onto it absolutely okay final thoughts here think future as we look at this we think you know 2024 and beyond you know we you've done a great job i think educating people on what to look at how to have these conversations right now so if we look out just a little while you know the next year plus you know, from your perspective, anything going to change or or anything that is going to change that you think will impact any of the advice or any of the talk track we just mentioned?
1: I think as as IOT sensors um, becomes more prevalent and more common, the conversation will change just as to instead of explaining to somebody what it could possibly do, you're now just telling them, hey, this is what I have. The same way as you brought up what you see. When UC first came out, we were explaining, explaining, explaining in order to sell. Now it's, well, can it do this? Can it take text messages? Can it, uh, can voicemail the email? They're asking you if it has these features versus you're telling them what features are available. And I think that's what the conversation will just change because customer knowledge
0: will improve i love it we'll wrap it up right there okay that's all i got thomas man thanks so much for coming on we covered a lot of good stuff today really appreciate it buddy
1: i appreciate you again for having me thank you so much
0: all right everybody that wraps us up for today i'm your host josh lopresto svp of sales engineering thomas hamilton ham btc we're done talking sensors iot until next time this is next level biz tech Next Level BizTech has been a production of Tolaris Studio 19. Please visit Tolaris.com for more information.